I'm Nicole. And I'm Monica. And we're two fangirls who like to talk about media and knit. This is our podcast, While We Were Knitting. This month, we watched Luca, which is a Pixar movie about two young sea monsters who transform into humans when they're on land and get really enamored with the idea of winning the Porto Rosso Cup and taking that money to buy a Vespa. It's very much a Pixar film, and it is, in my mind at least, a allegory for being a young queer person and having a lot of feelings and not knowing what to do with them. It's apparently set in 1959, which oh. is... <laughs> I did not know that there was actual an actual timeline involved yeah. in this. No, because I initially watched it and it, like the bully, there's a bully that's involved and he yeah. like gives me very 1980 movies bully feels. So I was like, oh, it's set in like 1980-something because it's clearly not set in modern day. There's no cell phones, like there's not any of that. But... I was like, oh, I should check to see when it's actually set. And Wikipedia says 19, it's the summer of 1959. Oh, that's yeah. extremely specific. <laughs> yeah. So as per Wikipedia, that's when it's set. For this month, I knit Duality by I Knit 2 Pearl 2, which is a weird name, but whatever. I didn't come up with it. And I Knit the Reishi Shawl by Reina K. I like her. I feel like she's been offering a lot of her stuff on um, brioche stuff on like sales stuff lately. So she has, yes. Yeah. And I, I happen, I happen to really enjoy her brioche. It does seem it is very clearly written for the mm-hmm. most part. <laughs> I have never actually knit anything by her, so I'll have to check that out. But I do have a lot of her patterns. Okay, Monica, you had not watched this movie previously. I actually had, which means for once I know the names of the characters, which is personally <laughs> very exciting for me. Like you know, I never know anybody's name. I'm like, no, I've seen this movie five times. I know everything. <laughs> what did you uh, Yes. I, I mean, so my only exposure to the movie was the screenshot on Disney Plus. I had never actually clicked into it. And a fanfic AU. Okay. <laughs> I had read. Yeah. Fanfic AU was very different. I, sure. for some reason, did not cause, based on that screenshot, that they were actually sea monsters. Okay. Okay. So, thought it was just like a little kid running around <laughs> and then when it when it first started I was like oh that that's unexpected <laughs> wow okay yes, I thought I you did, knew I that did. they were sea monsters no no okay. I did not know that there were sea monsters I did not know that they were sea monsters that turn back like the bits of them that turn wet whether it's salt water or fresh water turn back into sea monsters yeah so yes in the beginning I was extremely confused <laughs> the only my only exposure was a fanfic which was an entirely human au there were no sea monsters in it then why is it even a luca au i don't i dispute that description that's fair enough it was actually set in two little boys who Mm -hmm. met up um by happenstance in italy on a little island in italy in the 70s and one of them was there because he had been abandoned by his parents and Mm -hmm. the other one was there because his parents had split up and he was being sent there for the summers so (laughs) fairly i I can see where the inspiration came from (laughs) but there there were no there were there was no race there were no sea monsters yeah yeah no that's just like i wanted to write an au in italy where they're both kids great knock yourself out it's not about luca yeah, fair enough. But yes, I I saw where the inspiration came from. But I was like, what? There there are fish. There are cows. Fish cows <laughs> <laughs> that are extremely cute. <laughs> there is a very hilarious, like overbearing family. Oh, I I did not expect this, but it was very cute. It was just not what I expected. Fair. 
I did love his family though. Yes. And like Uncle Ego, the lanternfish yeah. with the transparent skin yep. whose part you have to punch to get yep. it to restart. I was like, oh my God, what yeah. is happening here? There's so much happening here. No, this movie fits a lot in. I love how they're like, and they have like little fish sheep, and it's Lucas' yes. job to look after the fish sheep. And then like there's but he's like fascinated by the outside world. You know, it's obviously not the Little Mermaid. He's not like no. a prince or something. He's like a shepherd boy yeah. with a, like a very normal family who lives in the suburbs who with, who has like competition with the neighbors over whose <laughs> hermit crabs are like better. Like, and who makes the best dolphin noise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love his family. They're mm-hmm. so cute. Very cute. But yeah. The grandma I mean, did I- remind me of the grandma in Moana though. Yeah. It's the same vibe of like, mm-hmm. do what you want, kid. I'm here for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah she was good I liked her a lot and I liked how they were just like she was like yeah I'm in town every weekend it's fine yeah, don't worry yeah, about it yeah yeah yeah. the twist at the end where like the two old ladies mm-hmm. put down their umbrella I was like oh did not see that one coming out yeah. yeah no I was like oh these old lesbians they've been here the whole time yeah no I had a lot of feelings I like the world building I felt like it had a nice touch where you're like dropping enough details that it feels coherent but like you're not doing like huge lore dumps where it's like Mm -hmm. and then this is what we're doing this like the explanations were like this is Porto Rosso and this is what the Porto Rosso cup is and they were like Mm -hmm. great because that's important to the plot of this thing because the plot is they want to win this race yeah but yes the the whole idea of oh yeah they turned into humans and oh yeah you know People just live underseas. And oh, yeah, this particular island is obsessed with killing monsters. No explanation. Don't no. need any. Nope. No. <laughs> They're just like, and you, d- I will tell you stuff. And that's just the way it is. And you were like, great. That is the way it is. It does mean that when I get to the end and they're like, and everybody just lived happily ever after. I'm like, listen, I am going to suspend disbelief for you, but I do yeah. have like, I am like, that's not correct. That's right. Just- Luca Luca just gets on a train and goes to live with Julia and her mother. I was like, yeah. wait, is that how this is going to work? Okay. <laughs> the fact that like now everybody in the town is fine with sea monsters. I was like, oh, dubious, but whatever. Fine. My, my headcanon about that is that many of them already knew. <laughs> and like they they had like a childhood friend who swam off at mm-hmm. some point or like they saw someone and there was a face and there was a tail and it was like a little kid so everyone was like oh yes big terrible sea oh uh, yeah it's fine <laughs> that's kind of how it came out <laughs> yeah. they're all just like oh guess i guess i guess we won't kill them yes <laughs> but the part where um julia's father and massimo is like mm-hmm. this is luca and Alfredo and I like I always just start like like I cry a lot of this movie I cry basically from the part where we find out that Alfredo has been abandoned and he just thinks it's because he's like a bad kid who like no one's around to basically the end of the movie I just like saw is his name Alfredo or or Alberto Alberto did I call it it? Alberto Alberto. (laughs) well I said I knew everybody's name I kind of knew everybody's name (laughs) okay his name is Alberto um, when oh Alberto yes, started... I did not expect that. Like from the beginning, you kind of knew he was a like yeah. he was a latchkey kid. You knew his yeah. dad was not gonna be coming back to grab him. Mm-hmm. But I just that scene where there's that like endless tally mark. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, he was expecting his dad to come back for him. Yeah, and then he never did it. I was like, I, I start crying there, and then like I keep crying because I'm like, oh like. Lucas trying so hard like and then Alfredo comes for him because he's like we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna do it I'm I, like 
we're going to make up. I'm going to come with the umbrella to make sure. Yes. And I'm just like crying. And then like Julia's father is like, no, these are good children and they've won the race. And I'm just like, and he's like, Alberto substitute dad because yeah, I watched yeah. the the short the child yeah. the short which is like basically yeah. making that even more explicit of like yeah. Massimo has adopted this kid Alberto, yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm just like oh big feelings and then there's a whole part where it's like oh and then they then Alberto gave up the Vespa I know oh and I was just God, like and I, I did crying. not expect that <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes and Luca's getting on the train and he loves him and he's coming back but like he's he has to go to achieve his dreams and I'm like and I'm crying I did not expect to cry at that movie and that was that those scenes were the, the one the end got me the yep. end got me where he gave up the Vespas that Luca could go and learn about astronomy mm-hmm. that isn't actually fish in the sky yep. Yep. <laughs> I think my favorite character, though, of the entire movie is probably Machiavelli, the cat. I know, the cat who growls at yeah. the... <laughs> I, yeah. You notice that when Massimo goes out to mm-hmm. find Alberto, because, you know, Luca's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's he's just left. And yeah. Massimo's like, no, we're going to go find him just to make sure he's okay. Um, he takes the cat with him. Oh my cat god. Gets plopped on his shoulder. <laughs> We're going on a hunt. I oh. know. I was like, cat on the boat. Okay. Cat on the shoulder to go look for lost child. Okay. Very well. <laughs> Machiavelli, very important. I also love Julia's her her cheese expositions. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. Yes. Santa Mozzarella. Yep. Santa Pecorino. Yep. I was like, oh God. Someone had a lot of fun coming up with these characters. Oh yeah. No, it was very fun. Apparently they sent the Pixar artists like to Italy to be like oh. be oh. like research this. I'm like, wow, what a great wow. trip to be like, I'm here for work. Yeah. yeah. To hang out <laughs> and be like, what is like summer in Italy like? Yeah. And I'm just like Wow. Oh, that's a great vacation. I did find it really cute that like even the undersea monsters are Italian. Yeah. Why oh, would they be? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they live off the coast of Italy. Everybody yeah. is very Italian. I mean. Yeah. They those... don't speak any Italian, which is hilarious, <laughs> but they are very Italian. Yes. Yes. No, it's it's very funny. Like, they all have very Italian, like, fish names. Yeah. Yes. Daniela. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all their last names are fish. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's nice. It was extremely cute, and I am glad I finally got to watch it, even if it was not quite what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> the internet led you incredibly astray through mislabeling. Yes. I was like, but yeah, no, I mean, I really enjoyed that story. I've watched it like three or four times since it's come out. And I really love also the art in it. Like, I think mm. it's beautifully rendered. It's just like so beautiful to look at. Yes, it seems like summer in Italy in like... A bygone day it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a new world that someone tried to create this no. was this was someone's vision of what this was like you know mm-hmm. and it was like the kids the kids playing around mm-hmm. the town fountain yep. you know that like twisty brick road that's going down towards the water like this was realized in someone's brain before they gave it to the artists I think yeah. it's just it was beautifully beautifully done I think if there's one thing that I could knit inspired by the movie, and I actually knit this for, I don't remember which episode, but the, I would knit a potamus sock by Cookie A. So oh. like their nails, but their feet, because then yeah. when they're dry, they have feet. So oh, that's, that's really do. smart. <laughs> My show worked really well. And funnily enough, Reishi apparently oh. means traveler in Estonian. 
Oh, <laughs> I guess that kind of works. <laughs> no, it's like a whole yeah. thing. Because I mean, yeah, Luca very much is a traveler. He's yeah. curious and excited about what does the world of the humans look like? A very yeah. little mermaid moment almost. I loved his imagination. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the first time we've explicitly had someone. He's like a dreamer, but mm-hmm. the, his dreamers, his dreams are not verbalized. They're like actively realized. He's yeah. he's riding around the rings of Saturn. He is <laughs> traveling the world in the Vespa. Um, and I'm glad they gave us those because it yeah. made him seem like you can see why he wanted to go where he wanted to go. You know, you can yeah. see why he wanted to leave his his little his little shepherd life <laughs> and go off and see things and learn things and why in a way I do feel like he there was a point there where it was like oh yes he is he has definitely outgrown Alberto and Alberto's not okay with it yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of feelings and I really liked the friendship between all three characters and like all like the characters of all the children in the movie like first of all there was that one child who like kept like basically being traumatized by them like, know, the online, by the like when his dad like pushed him in the water and he was like oh that's not our child and it's like then the kid starts crying because he's like my ice cream and then a weird adult man just pushed him in the water like it is funny how all the kids were like oh no not again yeah, <laughs> about, yeah. the, about the parents they're all like ah and like the the villains were like very like one-dimensional but I was like no this is perfect they're like this is a horrible 16 year old and you hate him I'm like I yeah. do hate Ercole he does suck I know with him yeah. when, when Luca called him a catfish I was like mm-hmm. oh that's a good insult he's actually does look like a catfish his, his two little sad whiskers <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah. yep and then the way that like you introduced Julia because it's like at first you know you're really like walking onto the scene very much immediately with Luca and Alberto like they get introduced within the first 10-15 minutes and it's really seems like oh this is Luca's first real friend is kind Mm -hmm. of the way that the movie presents it like you don't see him with other kids his age before it's until he meets Alberto and like Alberto really pushes him and it's like Mm -hmm. because Luca's just like afraid and is like Mm -hmm. wants so badly but doesn't know how to take that step between wanting and actually having and Alberto just is constantly like silencio Bruno and it's like okay sometimes this is quite bad actually but yes. you do need to occasionally Take tell Bruno. Me gravity oh no oh, no, no. Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah but like it gives him that kind of confidence to have someone kind of almost sometimes literally pushing him to be like yeah we're gonna do it and it's gonna be fine don't worry about it except the problem is sometimes it is not fine. <laughs> you know, it ends up okay. It ends up okay. But like yeah, and then you introduce Julia who's like very focused and very mm-hmm. determined in a way that neither of the two boys are because she's like I care about justice. I care about like ending the evil reign of terror that Ercole is like propagating over this town and I care about like trying hard and like learning and like being excited about different things and that is something that like Alberto doesn't want to look like he's trying like that's Mm -hmm. not his vibe his vibe isn't like earnestness but Julia is like no "No, I am willing to just wear my heart on my sleeve and go for what I want Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm. she adds, I think, another like good piece to that friendship of like, these are three like stone cold little weirdos who mm-hmm. all are bringing something to the table. They are under the dogs. Yes, they're <laughs> under the dogs. I was like, wait, how is it you know what dogs are, but you don't know what stars are? I don't. <laughs> they could run into a dog, though. You can't see it. You can't touch a star. I guess that's see true. A dog. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I did like in the dream, speaking of not knowing what stars are, when Luca is dreaming and he dreams of like, going into the sky and touching the fishes that are the stars and the big fish that's the moon that was really beautiful well because because alberto didn't alberto say oh yeah i touched it once yeah like a fish yeah (laughs) alberto is like such a liar i love him so much such a little liar (laughs) i know i've known what's going on the entire time actually and it's like oh you have no idea what's going on actually nope no idea no clue (laughs) and it's not until Alberto can finally like admit that like actually he's really scared and lonely that like they can become true friends to each other. Yeah. Because before then Alberto is a he's like I mean he's a ringleader. He's a little bit of a bully, but he's mostly he doesn't actually know what's going on and so he can't really help lead them forward. He can get he can get Luca out of the water, but that's yeah. about as far as he can get him, you know. <laughs> that what are you thinking a stupid thing I was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah they the ways that they used and didn't use Italian was like mm-hmm. they put in just enough to be like and we are in Italy FYI yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but like they were like we won't be taxing you I with trying to figure out what's going on in Italian do no, not ask no. questions about whether or not the monsters speak Italian simply no. do not think on that yeah no. like, great I shan't it was enough Italian that you did not, like, similar to Encanto, like, mm-hmm. you didn't actually need to understand what they were saying in Italian to get the general gist of it, which is very hard to do, I think, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do speak some Italian, so I was like, I do know what those words are, but, like, yeah. even if I had it, if it would have been, like, I was like, yeah, context clues would have given you exactly what you needed there. Yeah. And the yeah. words that they did pick were, like, very usually either short and easy to get from context or like close enough to English that you're like, yeah, I know what you're saying. It was a very cleverly done movie. Yes. But that said, it's also the kind of movie like it's even though it is set in like sunny Italy, it is a very cozy movie and I would not Mm -hmm. have felt the need to watch that on a big screen. Well, they're apparently re-releasing it on a big screen because it came out during COVID. Right. Yeah. I was oh, like, they are. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, they're like doing a limited one week theater release. And I was like, I might go see it because I do love the light in that movie and just like mm. the way that the water works and the way that the light works and just like the coziness and the beautifulness. Like, I don't feel like I missed anything, but I'm like, yeah, I would try to go see it big at some point. Yeah. 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 So. I think it would be, it would be worth it, I think. Yeah. And I felt like, again, I had a lot of big feels where I was like, this isn't explicitly about being like having this secret from everybody that you know, where you're afraid Mm. that if they find out, they'll reject you. And there's two of you and it's the two of you that are against the world and you're only Mm. ones who can understand each other. And then when Alberto is like, I've been a sea monster this whole time. And Luca pretends that he's not. Oh my God. I was like, no, what? Yes, yes. Yeah, and Alberto's little face of like, what? What? 
Because, like, obviously Alberto is doing wrong by trying to be, like, ruining it all for Luca because he feels mm-hmm. afraid that Luca mm-hmm. is going to, like, leave him behind. But to then mm-hmm. have that kind of betrayal echoing yeah. back at him is obviously so heartbreaking. And I'm just like, this is when you're like, actually, I am straight. I've all been straight this entire time and you're the only gay one. And I was just yeah. like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. valid, valid. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of big feelings about that but it was it was very clever yes I <laughs> I, the, the other thing I did appreciate was the dad has one arm mm-hmm. and I was like oh no they're gonna say it was like taken off by a shark or taken off by a sea monster and then he was like yes it was taken by a sea monster I was like no and then he was like no actually I was born <laughs> 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 I was like, yes thank you thank yeah, you yeah sometimes I'll rep I also liked when they were in the boat having that conversation. Luca and um, Alberto were like, yeah, and we're over a a fish haunted fish graveyard and they're like, we know it's not haunted, but the fish fish. is haunted. (laughs) And I was like, that's very funny that they're just like, yeah, haunted fish graveyard as we all are aware. So of course, of course. And we should go fishing over there. And guess what? They are right. I thought it would have been even funnier if they weren't, but no, they were correct. (laughs) They came in with a bunch of fish so that they could get the entry fee. Yeah. And I haven't seen a lot of the like more recent Pixar stuff, but this movie does feel like it is thinking about money more than like if I think about like Toy Story or Mm -hmm. like what's the one with the robots? I'm blanking, whatever that it's like thinking very much like okay you do need money and it's like in order to get like to enter the race they need Mm -hmm. to do that to buy the vespa they need money to do that and that was something that was like as i watched it further was interesting to me because i don't think a lot of pixar movies are thinking about money in that way no i mean there most pixar movies i feel don't approach the idea of means and have and have nots whereas Mm -hmm. it's very prominent in this you know they didn't have them before they went on their like fishing spree they did not have the money to join this like little race whereas it is what's very clear that like horrible 16 year old bully and his henchmen not only had the money for that they had the money to like have and maintain this like shiny red vespa and like bathe the dude in olive oil when he went swimming (laughs) (laughs) but the 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 whole sequence where it was very clear that they did not know what money was was yeah you're like oh very different society apparently down there yeah yeah they just have their little fish sheep and mm-hmm. how does the rest of the society work? Who could know? Not our business. Not our business. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. grandma knows about money because she goes and she plays poker on the weekends. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Everybody else? Who could tell? Grandma Grandma knows many things. <laughs> yeah. I really also liked that they were like, for the triathlon, it's going to be swimming, biking, and, and eating. eating. Yeah. And I was just like, Italy! <laughs> So I just taught my nephew how to eat pasta. Oh, the whole like twirling thing on a fork mm-hmm. and then lifting it up. For some reason, I don't remember ever learning about it because I learned no. how to eat pasta with chopsticks before I learned how to eat with a fork. So yeah. for me, it was always just kind of intuitive that like you twirled. Trying to teach that to a nine-year-old is actually quite difficult. Oh, yeah, the whole really? like twirl and lift thing. Yeah, no, I was like mm, respect for teaching these kids how to actually eat pasta with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was funny because I went to look up the specific shape of pasta to be mm. like, oh, they keep saying like tartune or whatever, like yeah. not tartune, but whatever the mm. like shape is. I was mm. like, what is that? It's like obviously a like linguine spaghetti situation. Mm. And they were like, and the first article was like, as you may have seen in Luca, this is a shape. <laughs> and I was like, okay, great. Love, <laughs> love that you're writing this article for me specifically in my situation um but yeah they're like <laughs> it's basically the same size and shape as linguini but like a little fatter and like a little yeah. wider so yeah. mm-hmm. that was what was going on there how was your project for this particular movie it was- well I guess you'd seen the movie before <laughs> <laughs> which was helpful of course but um it was it was good uh it's a broken rib hat for the most part and I was kind of in just the body of the hat so it wasn't like decreasing or anything like that so it was very easy. I just had to kind of occasionally look down and be like, all right, is this a knitting row or is this a ribbing row? Mine was not such a, it, oh. it was, yeah, the, the brioche is not complex, but mm-hmm. brioche, there are definitely pattern rows and non-pattern rows. And there oh. were definitely times where I mixed up my pattern rows and my non-pattern rows because I was very involved in the movie and then had to go rewind and then had to go unknit my, <laughs> my brioche. <laughs> and I really don't like unknitting brioche. So it was... It was a simple brioche project, but it was still a little bit too much for a movie that I was very invested in. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, I feel like unknitting brioche is the worst. I've only yes. done one brioche project, but like every time I made a mistake, I was like, all right, guess I've got to like very slowly tink back two rows. Yep, yep, exactly. Or four because both <laughs> because it's two color brioche. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yes, I had to do those with the movie pause. So the movie took probably about twice as long as it would have otherwise, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that it was so engaging that you were like, nope, too much. I know. Horrors, horrors. Oh, I really, what I really should have done was pick up another project, but I did not. So. <laughs> I am at an unusual place, as we were discussing recently, where I have like more than two projects on the go. And it's definitely interesting to be like, oh, this is good for this particular project and then this is good for like whatever other particular project. So that is not my normal life, but I did definitely pick up my projects that I have on the go. The one where I was like, this is just broken rib. This I can yeah. do without thinking or having to look too much at it. Next month, we are going to watch something that I have been meaning to watch for I think the last year and a half the AMC interview with a vampire miniseries. So it's going to be a little bit longer. I suspect it will also be quite engaging. So I will be picking amongst my projects to try and figure out which one is the best there in order to know what to what to knit and what to watch. But I'm interested in seeing how it is. I I am too. I have, I have heard that it is very fascinating and horrifying. So <laughs> we will go on an adventure. <laughs> I've read the books. I've seen the like, you know, Brad Pitt, Tom, Tom, um, Tom Cruise version from the 90s. So (laughs) I'm I'm excited to add to my experience of the Anne Rice universe. (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk to you all next week. The next month. Bye.